The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. So were you at the electric picnic over the weekend? Certainly seems lots of you were, judging by the amount of people who stopped to chat to me when I was down there yesterday. But it did strike me that the audience was a little younger than I might have expected. Okay, I admit, Pamela Joyce, I'm getting that little bit older (laughs) than I was when I went to electric picnics previously. But I would have expected more people of around my age Mm. and not as many people as there were clearly of two of my daughters who were there who were both college students and there seemed to be an awful lot of younger people than I would have expected for the electric picnic. Now, I will say even I felt it. I'm 30 in a month and I will say I even felt... God, I'm old. God, look at these young ones running around with half nothing on. Isn't it shocking? Are they not freezing? Um, but I You do... said that at your age. Yeah. I'm supposed to yeah. be the old fella who would say that. <laughs> I think it was part jealousy, to be honest. But um, I will say that the crowd definitely did feel younger, but I don't know that that was uh, necessarily intentional on Electric Picnic's part. I mean, I don't think the lineup this year um, particularly appealed to a younger audience. I think it was kind of a middle-of-the-road thing. Like you had Megan Thee Stallion and the likes of Dermot Kennedy, who are newer artists. Uh, but then you also had Snow Patrol, you had Tame Impala, you had Arctic Monkeys, which would kind of blend um, the two kind of demographics together. And what I will say is I think this is um, what's happening now because oxygen is gone. So you had Longitude, which is kind of for leave inserts. Yeah, it is. Fourth years, whatever. Yeah. Then you had Oxygen, which was kind of for the early 20s to kind of mid 30s. And then Electric Picnic was always for an older demographic. But I think now that Oxygen is gone, you know, people who are over the age of 25 probably aren't going to go to Longitude. So everyone then flocks into Electric Picnic. And also, I think uh, because there has been nothing for three years, you're seeing people who have just turned 18 and haven't been able to do anything, haven't been able to go to a festival or haven't really been able to go out and do anything fun. So they said, you know what? We might know anybody that's playing, but we'll go to Electric Picnic and sit in a field for a few days. Yeah, but they also learned an awful lot about what it's like to camp in the Irish weather, didn't they? It's not for me, Matt, let me tell you that much. Like, and and I always said, you know, actually the camping is half the fun. You go back to the campsite, you have a bit of crack, this, that and the other. Even if the sun had been splitting the rocks for the three days, the campsites would have been horrific come Sunday evening. So how anybody managed to stay dry to keep their belongings okay and to keep the tent pitched after the weather on Friday night and Saturday night I don't know but more power to you uh, it's a character building experience I'm sure Okay we did a podcast for the Magnified to Matt Cooper series with Miriam O'Callaghan in the I Hear Now tent yesterday morning and that'll be coming out later this week but then a couple of hours later I went to see what is clearly a cultural phenomenon which was Joanne McNally mm. and Vogue oh. Williams doing My Therapist Ghosted Me. Were you there for that? I actually wasn't because I was working when it was on. But cast your mind back to when I um, did what I quote, this is quote, the best culture club anyone's ever done. That's what I was told. Uh, and I said... Uh, <laughs> By that, many that people, was, <laughs> I'd imagine. <laughs> I was told, I, I said that that was my favourite podcast because they just have tapped into something unbelievable. I suspect there could have been 10,000 people in the town. Easily. Easily, like people were spilling out of it. People couldn't even get anywhere near it. They kind of just sat outside and hoped to get snippets on the speakers. And uh, during it, they announced they were due to play the Olympia. They've announced that Vogue and Joanne are now doing a podcast tour from Three Arena, which is an unbelievable capacity. That's what I actually expected when I saw the crowd in there. I said, they're going to start filling the Three Arena doing this. They can just go and go and go. And and the role that Joanne McNally is on now at Vicker Street, I mean, it's just going to keep going and keep going. We simply cannot get enough of her. And I'm delighted. Okay, now this is where I'm going to sign at risk like the old fuddy-duddy fella. You made the comments earlier, which I didn't make. Mm -hmm. But 
is it really that good? Because some of the stuff, Joanne McNally can be very, very funny. Mm-hmm. I've been a big fan for many years and she used to do stuff here today at FM. I'm not sure Vogue is anywhere near as funny. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, and I'm not been prudish, there's sort of the crudity involved in it. The idea of Vogue Williams talking about a taxi driver defecating on her front door step and mimicking it on stage is not exactly quality comedy. I mean, like it depends who you ask. That that, that that's it's. I suppose mimicking it physically brings a whole kind of other uh, layer to it. But I think what's so refreshing about it is that when you listen to them, it's it's the way I would talk with my friends. I'm I'm a lot more crude uh, in real life than I am on air. I have to edit myself, but 90% of what I would say has to be edited and bleeped out in my head before I say it. So I think it's, it's the relatability factor. And I think it's kind of like, you know what, up until now, a lot of a lot of the female podcasts are talking about, you know, empowerment and you could be talking about beauty or you could be talking about, you know, relationships and dating and this, that and the other. Whereas this one is like, you know what, if I want to talk about a taxi driver pooing on my front door, she wasn't the one who did it. It was a man who came up and pooed in her front door. If she wants to relay the story, she can relay the story. And uh, I think, you know, girls are a lot cruder than we're given credit for. Okay. Uh, there were other stuff in it as well. I'll take your point and I'd be interested in listeners and what they think to 0874100102. Is Vogue Williams so really relatable to the experience of most Irish women? So I feel as though that is the kind of beauty of the podcast. It's that Joanne is kind of the every woman uh, yeah. who is kind of, when the podcast started, obviously the podcast has brought her to new heights. When it started, she was kind of, you know, she's living in a flat chair in London and she had mushrooms growing in her bathroom because of the mould and she was working every hour under the sun and she was going on dates, this, that and the other. And then you had the polar opposite. You had Vogue, who's living in this gorgeous house. She has her kids, she has her husband, she's a high-paying job. So that was kind of the dichotomy and what made it work. And now that the success, that Joanne has had the success from the podcast, I think that's slightly waning a little bit. Okay, let's move on because I actually was very taken by, as it's been a good few years since I spent time at the Electric Picnic. I thought everything was really well laid out. It looked fantastic, mm, the whole thing. Really good. Much bigger crowd, lots of people. So, so what do you think the future is? Because the tickets for next year are going on sale this weekend. Uh, there's the 70,000 capacity as it is. Um what do you think then going to, what, what market would it be aimed at for next year? Will it still be the college students and slightly older? Uh, will they change the music, do you think, for next year because of that? I do feel as though I was looking at the lineup for 2018 and 2019 and I think this year lacked ever so slightly that little bit of star power and that little bit of, you know, kind of international Other appeal. than the Arctic Monkeys. Yeah, than, you know, I mean, obviously Snow Patrol, amazing, picture this, amazing, Dermot Kennedy, amazing, and Megan Thee Stallion doesn't really fit, didn't really fit in to the vibe of the weekend. So I think Personally, this year was a little bit confused for me, um, and the lineup. I, if I wasn't going for work, I wouldn't have gone. Okay, it just didn't. But you're appeal. glad you went, though. I'm you? glad I went. It didn't appeal and to it me. It seemed to be buzzing. The Today FM tent was oh, absolutely hopping. It was amazing. It was absolutely like the Sound Garden was incredible. I think I went to see Megan the Stallion, and then I just hung around uh, the Today FM Sound Garden for for most of it. And I will say, with the seventy thousand people, I didn't notice it any busier. I actually found more space than any other year. I felt. I didn't feel like it was too many people or anything like that. Um, I think a lot of people were stuck in traffic coming home today, uh, which wasn't great. I think it was maybe not as well organised, but I feel in terms of space and people, it didn't feel overcrowded or anything. So if they kind of bump up the uh, security measures and the kind of organisational things, a little bit more of a blend of music 
Because I feel like this year was all very same Z bar Megan the Stallion. It was all kind of alternative, kind of rocky, kind of indie bits. And if they kind of just do a nice little blend, loads of songs that I can shake my ass to, I'd be very happy. Pamela Jones from our lunchtime show. Thank you as ever for being with us here on The Last Word of Today FM. And hello again to everybody who I met at the Electric Picnic yesterday. There certainly seem to be loads of Today FM listeners there. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.